0: I took so many L's. I had three jobs at one time, and one day I just quit all of them. Best decision I made in my life.
1: Is that when you started the restaurant?
0: No, that's when I started trapping out my car. I didn't have any air in my Beetle. Then I was riding around with a Beetle that was tinted up with sound, like they knew when I was coming, like everybody <laughs> knew. I had a big red bush, all these tattoos, a little chick hopping out of whip, just slanging plays like I'm S's with CDs. Right. That was. I appreciate the struggle that I went through so much. Like people try to skip that part. There's no way you could be great if you skip the struggling part.
1: Yes, indeed. Only in New Orleans, baby. Shabooey, Wild Way,
2: they gonna come on, shorty. Before we make a new believer. Come on. I'm on. I'm on. Try, try,
1: The Wild Wayne Unshamed Podcast. We are back. We were on hiatus for the summer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when, when you're doing the podcast, it's a certain amount of work and time commitment that it takes to it, but life gets in the way sometimes. Oh, yeah. And, and we're like, we need to get back in the lab because when we were in the streets, I know people were like, say, bruh. When's the next podcast?
0: A lot of people look forward to that, but I think that's a great thing for you. It, it, well, for y'all? It's a beautiful day. Yeah. So uh,
1: it l- l- this is, I guess, a reintroduction. Like I said, we just took a brief hiatus because we had to get some things going. We got a couple of little victories
3: we're gonna talk about on the show as well. <laughs> I am Wild Wayne. My incredible co-host is that would be me, Sean Roy from Shrewsbury. You know where I'm from. You know how I get down. Shrewsbury,
1: where they ain't never hey, scary. That That's right, man. That Come on, was- You've you been taking jabs at my
3: city for the longest, man. <laughs>
1: Hey, but that, that's when when I was coming up, I just remembered they had a certain amount of pride about their Shrewsbury upbringing. <laughs> Shrewsbury, well, hey, ain't never scary. I said, I really <laughs>
0: His body language was upbringing. like, you know.
1: <laughs> and, and since you can't see our guest today, we're going to give her the official introduction. If I could have some drums, please, maestro. Yes, introducing. It's one of my favorite cooks in all of the world. Thank and, you. Uh, please put your hands together for Let That count. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yes. I'm super excited to be
1: here. I'm happy that you're here, too. Ashley Jonique? Yes, it's me. Is that your real name?
0: Well, Ashley Jonique is my first and middle name.
1: Okay, and we don't need another last name. No, don't need need people, a last I don't name. need
0: people Googling me and all that.
1: Especially thing. since you got this little star status going on yeah, right shabby, now. A
0: little something. I don't see it like that, though. I see it as me just, I'm not going to say doing my job because it's not like work. It's doing something that I enjoy. Right. And it was, I'm doing something that I was doing anyway, but right. now I'm getting paid for it, and I'm on one of the largest streaming services on earth. So,
1: so Let soon. That Girl Cook now is the official host. Yes. Of Thrillist. Yes. Gatekeepers. The Gatekeepers series, which travels to different cities, and uh, they explore the culture and the food and the fun of various cities. Yes. Now, she was a (laughs) guest on the show uh, when they came to New Orleans, because they were trying to peep out New Orleans. But it was just a groundswell of people that were like... Who is that Ashley girl?
0: And you know what's crazy? A lot of people don't think that commenting on the videos and stuff work.
1: What? What? You better get your mind right.
0: Man, changed my whole life. And you had some haters on there. It's all good though. People couldn't understand how I was talking. They were like, like, "Look."
1: look, they said, she needs somebody to put translation underneath Her i'm body. like look
0: where i'm from this is how we talk and i talk fast too so right. after that i kind of learned a lot about speaking uh-huh. on tv and stuff but i'm like this is how we talk so right. y'all thing. need to get used to it because i'm the host of the whole second season right, right, right. <laughs> but i couldn't flex like that you know i was trying to trying to stay right. who i was supposed to be at but i mean it's a good time
1: i think people really like what you do Because you're not trying to do something else that you're not. No. Right? You are being you.
0: And you know what? I told the people, like, when they slid me the contract, I'm like, look, if y'all want me to be anything other than myself and try to water me down, it's not going to work. Because I'm great at a lot of things, almost like I hit a cheat code in life, but I'm like, being fake is not one of the things mm. that I'm good at. She's Whether it's it. my facial expressions, <laughs> like, if I don't, for real, like, if I don't believe in something, I'm not gonna mess with it. Like, they have brands that come to me to be ambassadors, stuff like that. I'm like, I don't fool with this product. I'm not the flat tummy tea girl that's not actually drinking the tea to see if it works j- just for money. Money don't believe me y'all just like got that. a flat stomach. But I'm just oh, saying, oh, I'm just, just using oh, that. Just a for instance. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, so you, you I, mean. if I don't believe in something, I'm not going to fool with it. Right. So that's just the way that I am. I want to be myself. I feel like they have a lot of people out there being fake or being what society wants them to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm just kind of like a take it or leave it deal. Right. I mean, I don't have 100,000 followers, but the right people still watching. So I'm doing something right.
1: It's not about the quantity. No. It's about the quality and engagement yes. of your of your followers that's more important yes. than anything. But, like, isn't, but isn't that New
3: Orleans? Isn't, isn't that who we are? Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel
0: like at the you whole know, that, city is kind of like that. Us. If we're in a you situation, know. we straight taking over. And it's kind of like a confidence that's embedded in us that we can't help it. Even when we modest, we still flexed up.
1: Right. And, oh. and you know what? People pay a particular attention to us. Oh, yeah. Like, you know when I'm born and raised straight out of the Seven Ward, you know, I, I fly that flag high um and although i had traveled around the the country and around the world a little bit i really got a chance to see how the world operated when katrina hit Mm -hmm. right because when you travel a lot of times well for me i was just in places for a short amount of time a couple of days one day two days three days Mm -hmm. katrina you you was out there out there but especially going to clubs in other cities and watching how people paid particular attention to us when you open your mouth I'm from new orleans what
0: but the way you we got didn't... so much attention
1: <laughs> and love or hate but a lot of respect right you know as soon as people knew you from new orleans it's just a certain innate thing about us
0: it's kind of like they know that we don't play when we come
2: Right
1: Whatever
0: situation we in Like I said We gonna take over And we have been through So much down here We like one of the Most resilient Groups of people Probably on the planet So mm-hmm. I mean They can hear in our voice Our accents are strong Even when we say baby I mean
1: Right When well, we say the baby They know <laughs> Um. So Thrillist is a big thing Right now And we're gonna get into The thrillers piece To find out All about that Okay I just watched the episode The Atlanta episode and
0: I had my things color popping I was trying to Started a controversy. but Good. he wasn't by He, it. Was, at he all. was so nice, I'm like, damn. In
1: like, Charleston you did Charleston yeah, too. Yeah,
0: I love man. It's beautiful out there.
1: We're gonna talk about that one. Yes, please. But tell us about how you got started. I remember you from the restaurant. That's yes. kind of when oh, we no, first it was met. Before that. But before that, where, where were you born? Where, where'd you come up? Like all of that kind of stuff. I was born
0: and raised in New Orleans. I um, like what I'm park? an East girl, Parody Park. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'm from around Parody. So, um, basically, when my mom was in nursing school, she well, before she was in nursing school, she would cook a lot. She hmm. cooked probably like four days a week, which is a lot for a single mom. But um, all fresh ingredients. I kind of got into food, but I didn't eat the way that everybody else ate. My grandmother, she was the one who kind of ate like what they would say a white person because it was all healthy stuff and stuff other black people weren't eating. Okay. So um, once my mom went to nursing school, I just started cooking for me and my two brothers, and I just took a liking to it. Okay. But she didn't eat the way that I ate. So I'm like, you know, I might just chill out. You go to work. You know, I'm going to hold this down. Then I just started exploring. But I went to culinary school when I was 24. I worked at Whole Foods for like five years. And then i was like man it's boring like i want to do something that i wouldn't get tired of something i could do for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. and i was like i think it's cooking nobody wants to be in the kitchen because it's so hot and i want to be by myself so that was like the perfect but i'm like just me waking up with ideas in my mind and being able to create that, I need to do something so with you, this. So
1: were you creating, like, before culinary school?
0: Oh, yeah. I was big. Like,
1: what were you doing? Just a regular baked chicken stuff? Or you was, like, were you experimenting? But no, not,
0: no, I was experimenting. And, like, I learned how to cook a roux when I was, like, 10. Okay. And I would like cry if it didn't come out right and my rice around it came out gummy. I was like balling. So it was something that I took serious. (laughs) Really, like it was something that I took serious, but I didn't take it as serious until I got older, like working at places like Whole Foods and for catering companies and being a line chef. I'm like, I'm doing all of this for myself. I mean, for other people and I could be doing this for myself. So I started slanging place on my car.
1: And you got bored, but you know I keep hearing that theme. I
0: still get bored. Like, I have these creativity stumps, and people probably could tell on Instagram. They think it's all gravy. Like, oh, she just mad genius. In a way, I am. But sometimes you just get so bored, and that's why I don't follow a lot of chefs on Instagram. Because you keep seeing the same thing, crabs with buku butter so on look, it and so all look, this other stuff. I'm like, man, no, I don't want to get I caught agree, up in that. I it.
1: agree so much. Like, that's why I stopped posting food pics. I was Me like, too. I had kind of and i'm nowhere close to your level but like, still
0: but you get it you but, get how i feel right so i was like
1: uh you know what i was in kind of like this little creative slump because you I was keep like, seeing the same I, thing i was like trying so to post nothing and i didn't feel creative like mm-hmm. until i felt it again i didn't post it i wasn't even kind of cooking for a little minute i was doing so much we weren't doing a podcast Cause I was doing summer camp for the kids, you know, right. uh, I was doing the wild wing summer experience over at Dillard university. I got to throw that in there. <laughs> um, uh, we did a little dope vacay, uh, <laughs> with, uh, myself and, and, and Sean for his anniversary and some birthdays and life got in the way. And I wasn't feeling, I was trying to eat other people food.
0: That's how I was. That's why I love this 30s job. Right. <laughs> then you get a chance to, I'm,
1: I'm going to tell you about something. I saw something that you were doing. Um, but I think people don't always understand that. So you, you got bored. You were saying with working for other people and then these humdrum, uh, catering jobs. Uh, I just had a surprise birthday party and MKM creations came out and I had a discussion with them cause, uh, the girl was, she's only like 18 or 19. I met
0: her in restaurant Depot and she was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, girl, chill. I'm looking around like, girl, chill out. Like, don't do this. Right. I'm, don't do this. And, Give me a hug, whatever. Like, don't Don't treat me like I'm... But you're
1: iconic to her because she's a dope little cook, right? And she told me the same story. She got bored working at stores and catering spots, and she felt like they were limiting her creativity.
0: But you know what that is? That's when you have a passion for something because I see a lot of times with people opening up restaurants and cafes and stuff, they're really just doing it for the money. So she probably was like, this some high corporate person, have this, they're just flipping their money or doing whatever, when I really have a passion for this. So right. if I have something to offer them, I have even more to offer myself. If I'm working here, I can work for myself. I took so many L's. I had three jobs at one time, and one day I just quit all of them. Best decision I made in my life
1: is that when you started the restaurant?
0: No, that's when I started trapping out my car I didn't have any air in my beetle then I was riding around with a beetle that was tinted up with sound like they knew And I was coming like everybody <laughs> knew I had a big red bush all these tattoos a little chick Hopping out of whip just laying in place like a masterpiece with CDs right. That was I appreciate the struggle that I went through so much like people try to skip that part There's no way you could be great If you skip the struggling part and a lot of people trying to master the craft of being a chef or being whatever, if you don't master being yourself first, Mm. you can't master nothing. No trade. So I I took I took time. I sat myself down. I'm a good I'm a fine believer in God. He moves so much in my life. Like my faith is super strong. Whatever don't work out. I don't be sweating it. I've been on so many TV people radar and all of that. I didn't turn down so much stuff, so much money. If it don't move me in a certain way, if God don't tell me to do it, I'm not doing it. So when, when I decided to quit all those jobs, like I said, that was like the best decision I ever made. And God made me move on. It was like, do all of this for them or do all of this for you. Hmm. And now I'm getting it.
1: Right. (laughs) And you you started a restaurant.
0: Well, actually Troy. My kid's father, he, he had double black, but he didn't have a chef. Oh.
1: So him and his friends,
0: you know, like everybody online. I was probably like the most popular person because a lot of people wasn't selling plates online. I didn't know anybody who was doing it. I kind of just took a chance mm-hmm. with like the little note from the, um, the iPhone. I put up my menu, then I do like some crazy menu, charge people. I wouldn't even talk to people until I seen them in person. Everything was through email or text. Mm-hmm. I roll up, I give you your stuff. It's prepaid. And once he seen that, I guess, and seen, you know, like, all the sparks I was making, he asked me to, you know, like, what I like to partner up? So I went and ran it with him. And mm-hmm. then we did Double Black, and Double Black changed my life. Because right. a restaurant is something that I never wanted. Right. It's a lot of work, and people don't understand that. But, like I said, he needed a chef. I needed a building. So
1: it, it he, worked. It worked. It
0: definitely worked.
1: There's so, so many right. things you're saying. Because like, once I started posting the foodie pics, everybody was asking, man, You must be about to start a restaurant.
0: Are y'all going to help me pay for this? I I was like,
1: that's the last thing I want to do. No,
0: indeed. Because I had
1: a little short order kitchen after Katrina. I had Daiquiri Island at Earhart and Carrollton. And it was hard to keep a cook because McDonald's was paying 20 hours an hour for a week. So everybody was running over there, you know, because Katrina changed people. But I did the kitchen a lot of
3: times by myself.
0: Oh, trust me, I know.
3: And that, that, hey. Me, me touch it. Let though. me tell
1: you that. That, that was, shit that ain't funny. Trust
3: me, I know. I was behind a bar one day. Ooh. I was bartending. Good lord. I know nothing about mixing drinks. Lady asked me for uh, a Long Island iced tea. Did they have
2: a well, Wayne almost names?
3: killed her. Did
0: <laughs> you Google it? Was Google out
3: there? <laughs> almost killed her.
0: Google?
1: It's just like, but running a restaurant is is not always what it seems, and you hear people. Um, talking about how great it is, you sometimes see um, what seems from the outside to be a very successful operation, but there's so much loss and theft oh and my God. roller coasters, ups and downs with the restaurant business. I've never seen so many restaurants open in New Orleans as this period of time. And I haven't seen how many, I've never seen how many clothes. It's
3: like grand it's, opening, grand closing. Exactly. It's right behind each other. And, but
0: Like and, you said, people always see the good side. I think more people, even myself, need to showcase some of the bad stuff that happened. Like right. dropping a couple of gallons of gumbo on the floor.
2: Ooh, that's a loss. Before even. That's a loss.
0: Or something's falling like a day mm-hmm. before and you can't get to any stores because they're not open because of the product you're using. Right. Like, it's not always easy. You take so many L's. And when I say else, it's lessons but losses for sure. Right. But people right. see the oh, I'm gonna be getting money and all that. It, it's not like that.
1: And, and so with with double black, like I thought it was a cool spot.
0: Thank you. Um, and we didn't know what the hell we were the doing. The
1: shrimp burgers were oh, a big deal, right? Oh, oh. And look,
2: you know
0: Wait, what? let me touch on this shrimp burger real quick because I feel like you now. You i on with you. No, huh? I have a. Everybody think I have uh. food on me all the time. <laughs> But the shrimp burger, that was like, I do have a son, but the shrimp burger, that was like my first kid. So I kind of took it to heart, like when double black clothes and people like was trying to remake it. Boo cool. First off, y'all would never see a shrimp burger or taste one that was like mine.
3: Say Say it one more time. Say it again. And I'm
0: betting the whole block on it. Like I put my life on on it. So... People recreating, that wasn't the thing that kind of got to me. It was like, y'all really just going to try to jack me without paying homage or nothing? Like, at least be, you know, like, say something. Because people know. And they have people that's really making a whole, a whole lifestyle off of this. And I ain't saying nobody names. They I, know who they I are. I
1: never saw a shrimp burger before that. I, I'm just saying.
0: I seen some. Before like I the saw yours. They would put, they would, like, mix the shrimp you know like in the ground me but it would not be packaged how my eye was people thought i used a machine and all that no like i'm great with my hands so i know how to manipulate you know stuff to right. make it look how i want to but i'm just like y'all would never be able to beat this
2: hmm.
0: i'm not saying don't try but y'all could have stuffed y'all burgers with so many other things like that's why i don't respect people just calling themselves chefs that's something that you have to earn even if you went to culinary school and you finished that still don't mean you're a chef because culinary school didn't even teach me nothing Mm. But I'm just like, as far as the creativity, a chef is creative.
1: It didn't bit. teach you nothing? I mean, uh, or that a little stuff, bit?
0: But it taught me a little bit for far as, like, like ref- with numbers and stuff. Refrigeration but, and like, But that's stuff that I the already basics. knew. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I could say this now because this was, like, over 10 years ago. I'll go to school and take stuff and go home and recreate it because my mind was already off the regular stuff. So that's kind of how the shrimp burger came along. Like, mm-hmm. I never was a regular thinking person. I always wanted to push the envelope and go behind, I mean, go, you know, like beyond what everybody else was doing and not in a challenging way because I'm not competitive. So it's just like, what could I do? That's something that people are used to, but not in this way.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And when people ask me my style, I'm like, I don't really know. Like, I don't want to put a name on it or put me in a box. It's just like I have these ideas and I bring them to life.
1: And then the, um, double black came to an end. Yes. For folks that don't know, it was right off of Tulane, of course, yes. from the old charity hospital. The bridge, yeah? yeah, yeah. It was.
0: Um, a lot of people thought that we did it, but I was like, we was. It missed. burned. It burned them. They just burned the kitchen down. The oh. kitchen got burned down.
1: Do you think it was a competitor?
0: Of course, I hmm. know for sure that it was.
3: Cause y'all was doing
0: really good for we the next time. We had a bar a full bar and a full kitchen, so
3: mm. that was a cool little spot. Yeah, I, cool I like especially
0: spot. for yeah. like Troy was twenty two when he had double black. Right. I was like 28, 29. Mm-hmm. So for two black people and then we became a couple, we was getting it. So, right. you know, but a lot of people we started traveling outside the country and I guess we wasn't even flexing as as hard as we could that, have. That was life flexing. Oh, that was definitely life flexing. But I'm like, we made so much money, why would we burn it down? You know, right, that, right, that right. would have been stupid. But to me, it was a blessing in disguise. It did change a lot of stuff in my life, but it pushed me to go on chop because we had a baby after that. I'm like, this baby ain't gonna feed itself. Right. So so you went on
1: Chopped? That's what I went show on it. Chopped. How, how, did, how did you get on Chopped?
0: They asked me to be on Chopped. This okay. guy that I was following, uh, Chef Will, he's a private chef in... Philadelphia, well, for one of the Philadelphia eagles. And he travels a lot. He's a Haitian dude. He was like, man, I was on Cooks and Kinds. They asked me if I knew any strong female cooks, you know, chefs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with a lot of personality. And you was like the first person that came yeah, to a mind. a lot
1: of personality. right. <laughs> but you, you y'all, know y'all what? I was cities?
0: against. No, thank you. I was He's against old? TV. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I was against TV. Why? Because I don't like attention on myself.
1: Shut
0: up. I, no, you do not know. If I could be a ghost that cooked. Like, I would, I would do that, and that's why people never see me at Double Black. Like, we had to cover up the little window, yeah, you know, yeah, with the yeah. door. So I'm just like, I just want to do my job. I don't want to be like, oh, she's this celebrity or she's... I just want to be Ashley from the East that cooks, and she doing her thing. Like, all that, the accolades and all the other stuff, like, I don't be down for all of that.
3: Just let that girl cook. Please, that's all she want to do. <laughs> Keep the shine. Just just give me me. Yeah, no, but,
0: just just give me me. So like, what, I'm not...
3: What happened on Chop?
0: Well, I feel like Chop set me up, honestly what yeah the contract is really binding Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't want to win because I found out they can use your recipes in their, in their cookbooks and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so when I seen crawfish for the first thing I'm like oh this is a setup. and they had some stuff that I could have made they had all the ingredients I could have made my crawfish egg rolls stuff like that but Mm -hmm. I was just like I'm gonna just do a little like something get my camera time and then I'm gonna be off this thing I was the only female the only black person and I stayed on for like 40 minutes out of 55 so how'd that work i don't know it it worked (laughs) (laughs) it worked
3: is it really that hard Is the 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 basket the ingredients really that difficult
0: i mean for a person who's not creative Mm -hmm. it probably would be but for me they gave me um the hardest thing i never had goat so i got chopped for cooking goat Mm -hmm. i didn't know that was similar to lamb you cook it to a certain whatever but they gave me um green beans pickled green beans
1: and Mm, delicious
0: no with root beer candy so uh, i had a, yeah so i had the finesse that with root
1: beer candy
0: yeah it was so i made a sauce out of it mm. and they like they like the flavors it just that my uh it was just that my goat wasn't done properly i guess is it
3: is it really that is it really that surprise uh when they open the basket you don't get to see the ingredients before they open the basket there's no uh
0: damn i don't know what, um how binding the contract was if i could see it. but it's it's a surprise
3: it is a surprise mm-hmm. Okay got gotcha, you gotcha. <laughs> I've, I've always wondered that because i mean i, I know it's an hour show and in an hour show you get maybe 40 minutes of airtime mm-hmm. and 20 minutes of commercial so there's a lot of editing
0: and they I have so wondered, many cameras
1: like we were talking to somebody else and they were like you just <clears> really throat> throat> don't realize that uh, i was talking uh, to um the barrows from barrows capital because oh, okay. they won on the food networks i think it's family rivals mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, you know, good. we're cooking, we're cooking. And you have a, a director in your face asking <clears> questions. <throat> you got cameras on all of these different angles.
0: Then you have the people with the boom mics. Right. Everybody. And hey, you trying to
1: concentrate on cooking.
0: I'm not going to lie. On top, it was a whole bunch of cameras, but the way they moved was so synchronized, it was almost scary. It was almost like they were in some kind of bubble that made them flow a certain way because they would go in and come out like at a. But it was, it was incredible. Did you win? No, I got chopped second, but I wanted to get chopped.
1: You were ready to get out of there. Oh
0: yeah, I was ready to go. I did what I wanted to do. First, I had stepped out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So that And was that's just, what you wanted to do. That's all I wanted to do. Right. Cause I had separation anxiety from my son. He was only like six months. And I oh, didn't wow. really, yeah, like I didn't really want to leave him. It was like a bunch of, no, I think he was like a year, matter of fact. But it was just me and him for so long.
1: So, so did you make a crappy meal on purpose?
0: Well, I'm not going to say I made it crappy, <laughs> but I did something that they told me about in the first round and the second round. Oh, I really didn't oh, want to oh, win. Oh. It was just like, all right, I, I broke the ice a little bit. That's all I wanted to do to kind of, you know, put myself out there to get over whatever I'm going through internally. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was like, man, I could do this. Is and it, I was like, I want to do this.
3: Is it intimidating, the, the three chefs, the three judges? Are they oh, intimidating? No. Huh? I
0: don't think about it like that because mm-hmm. for them it's competition. Right. To me it's like they came to see you. The people, the judges came to see you, the cameramen, the other contestants, they came to see what you about. So it's kind of just like, y'all came to see me, so I'm going to just be
1: you, Like, you're trying to outdo yourself.
0: Exactly, because I don't see other people. Like, there's no other chefs or people that I look up to in life. Like, people look up to Oprah and all of that. Like, I'm trying to create that person to be for myself right. and possibly for other black women or women in general. But. There's nobody that I look up to, and it's not me being bigoted. It's just like I don't know these people struggle. I know all the stuff I've been through and what I'm trying to overcome and achieve. Mm-hmm. So, why should I look up to you? I want to look up to myself. And there's people that that taught me things, but for the most part, I'm trying to create the being that I look up to. Gotcha,
1: gotcha. Well, and, and so after chop, is that when you kind of got on your uh, private cooking and your yes, kind of your kind of your Instagram game yeah. too?
0: I kind of enjoy that, but me having a new baby who was with me 24-7, he never sucked a bottle, so other people couldn't you know like watch him and stuff he was with me 24 7. i kind of had to become a private chef mm-hmm. but i'm a more personal person i like to talk to people work working room. you know i did a dinner for y'all so no. i like to know if everybody no. likes stuff or you know what you don't like just in case i cook for you again if i'm cooking for 250 people
1: wait 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 what do you mean just in case you cook for me again what i'm just saying you mean when you cook for
0: <laughs> well, me? well yeah again? that but for <laughs> other people in general it's just like i can't ask 250 to 300 people You know, did did you like this or what you didn't like about it? And keep memory of what everybody says. So I love doing small gatherings. I feel like the way that I cook, my food comes out better like that. And I am very uh, minute when it comes to stuff. I Mm. use tweezers for those garnishes. Like, I go ham. So I can't do that for a whole bunch of people. So that's why I'd rather be a little more personal. You know what?
1: People don't understand. Like, when you're plating for pictures, it's not just like, well, I cooked it well. Mm -mm. It's really like an art. Like, I... My pictures look the way they look and they and I'm not on your level. But it's like you really got to put things in a certain way so you can have a balance of color. So you you can have your a little that. juicy juicy part versus a dry you know part what? like
0: My brother he was like, "Do you have to do all that to my food?" I'm like, "Nigga,
1: and, right, yeah, and the, I the, do. It got to be eat, under the light, right? Yeah, that's like if you
0: eating by my house and you want this, you go, You about to get the whole experience. I'm not about to cheat you just because you're my brother. Like, right. I need your input on the way that this looks, the flavors, the colors, like all of that. So if you want to eat this, this what it takes. You're
1: going to so, have to wait. Yeah, you got to wait. <laughs> See,
3: that's a conversation that I, I never have. You know. Really? you know why? Because he's a magician eater. See, see you guys, you guys. What it, is a magician what is eater? It? I'd make the food disappear. That's <laughs> what, what i do. You know, uh, Wayne, Wayne referenced earlier the, the, um, when you cooked for him mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks back. You know, I watched you in the kitchen. I checked you out. You know, I stayed in the corner and I watched the way you move. You know, you have a sense of um, uh, 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 confidence about yourself.
0: i'm a i'm a a, um an analytical person
3: Mm.
0: i like to assess stuff break it down and then build it back up the way that i have it in my mind so when i came there that night i had an idea in my mind of how i wanted to execute it so that's how i had the flow if i'm not confident the food not gonna look a certain way or it's not gonna taste a certain way so the confidence comes from the idea all the way to when it touch your stomach like I have to prove something to myself.
3: So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot going on. There was drinks flowing. There was good conversation going on. But, you know, I stepped back out of it. I said, "Well, oh, I
0: block me. all that out."
3: Right, right. And I, 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 I saw that. I said, me, me check, let me check her out." Because my wife loves you. My wife adores you. And you know, I thought she was gonna kidnap you. And take you <laughs> home. I said hey, you can't do that. Hey, you go. Dad,
0: I got a kid, so if she take one, she gotta take both hey, of them. You gotta
3: take them both. <laughs> but but all the way there, on the way there, my wife was just raving about you, raving about you. No, I, oh, I knew you. you, I followed you. You know, we we in the media, we we follow you. But I just let her run her mouth, and she built you up so much. Oh, tell her thank you. Know, you. And, and Wayne built you up so much. So I said, well, let me sit back in the gap and just watch. And, and for about 15, 20 minutes, I just watch you do your thing. man let me tell you something you are impressive thank you that's that's what they call black girl magic
0: (laughs) but you know what? when people see me usually they think i'm the help at the event they'll be like are you the you know like what do you do i'm like i'm the person that just cooked this i guess check
3: too. <laughs> you were stylish too.
0: Oh yeah, that's one thing I I take pride. You came
3: in. with it. You was clean. But you, was you know clean what? In the kitchen.
0: <laughs> Thank you. But you know what? I, my was. first love was <laughs> fashion. Like I used to sew. I've been sewing since I was eight. So I was sewing on my hand. I was sewing on sewing machines. Like that's that's something that I actually love. But tennis shoes and. Just putting stuff together—that's kind of how you with food too. But
3: I'll, that's the creativity. Exactly.
0: Like I, I, love putting colors together, and I just see it like a painting. I have this palette, which mm-hmm. is my body. How do I want to dress it? Textures, gotcha. colors, just like food. So.
3: So and that, and that shows in your plating.
0: Oh yeah, I'm yeah. obsessed with colors. Gotcha. And I want I I want black people, and I'm saying this direct because I don't want to be like our people. I want mm-hmm. black people. To eat a little healthier. Like, I see these Instagram pictures with all this cheese, and I notice when I post up And stuff, butter
1: sauce. I know, I'm like, on, y'all gonna and, kill me. Just and extra green sprinkles.
0: Of dry parsley. <laughs> on everything! Please, like, y'all are overdoing it with the parsley. Parsley doesn't really taste like anything. Right. It's a garnish, but it's not meant to, um...
3: Be consumed that way?
0: Jesus Christ.
3: And, and, and I just,
1: yeah, it's, I guess, I guess for some people, maybe it look good, but I see this buttery whatever, cheese, butter dish. sauce on everything. I'm like, just like- book
0: me a doctor's appointment. Because I'm going to <clears> need it after looking at this picture.
1: <sighs> so, that ain't my thing.
3: Yeah. Uh, but speak- speaking of butter sauce, speaking of garlic sauce, you you, you were on uh, Trillis. Trillis. <clears throat>
0: Being a private chef has me cooking for clients all over the place. But when I'm working, I'm super busy, so I don't get a chance to see the cities the way that I want to. Now, Thrillis is sending me around the country to meet up with the real ones, who know their city as well as I know mine. I'm Ashley Jonique, and this is Gatekeepers. Oh my God, Those crab. Yes. I'll walk out of here right now to go catch a flight. Let you me, let me see you crab. do the shimmy. Man. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. Charleston really surprised me because they kept telling me about the similarities between New Orleans and Charleston. I'm like, whatever. Like, this my city. No way. Then when I got out there, I'm like, fuck, I gotta gotta take this back.
3: But, you you know, we had a guest uh, previously, he had Dr. Howard Conyers, and he said the exact same thing. Oh my
0: goodness! He, but it's much prettier. He, he's from
3: the Low Country.
0: I never knew anything about that, which was why I was so excited to be there because mm. the Gullah Geechee. Like I never knew anything about Charleston, period. So when they told me I was going, I'm like, what the hell?
1: You know, when you sent me the, you sent me the, the, the text, link. Yeah. I didn't even open it and watch it. I had sent you a big old long message. I, know. I was like,
0: did he see this this fast? <laughs> <laughs>
1: And it was, it was so many things you covered in the show. Right. Uh cuz I find that that area to be fascinating and I have never been especially after Dr. Hawakanya. He's mm-hmm. he's a rocket scientist pitmaster. Oh, really? Right. And he was on yeah. one of our previous episodes, but he's he he's an amazing uh pitmaster but culinary historian as well. Mm-hmm. And he was telling us about, you know, Charleston is very much like New Orleans, architecture.
0: The colors the, of the buildings, the, the food, the, the a bunch people, of The people, the
1: food, because of it being a coastal town and the amount of slaves that were imported to the Carolinas and Louisiana to farm rice.
0: Man, but you know what's crazy? Just me having this job period. People think since I'm so creative and everything, I know everything about food. Mm-hmm. I don't know so much about food. Like. There's I can no, make anything. You know what do with it. Exactly, I can make anything look pretty and taste good, you know. But when it comes to the science and all that, like I'm still, you know, I'm learning along with y'all. But with this job, I get to learn so much about culture, about other foods. how I can put my own twist on it and just get knowledge on situations that were unheard heard of to me. You mm-hmm. know, so it's definitely a blessing.
3: What, what did you see when you were in when you were in Charleston? What's the similarities between Charleston's, the cuisine in here in New Orleans is it that much difference or, or is it really different
0: it's not really different no. the history behind it is different mm-hmm. and in some ways it's similar but the architecture the color of their buildings the food like in a lot of places that I went people aren't as friendly you know us if we walk it past we'll tell people how you doing we don't even have to know oh. you or people wow. be like man where you going you look good today we don't care what we tell people mm-hmm. that that's kind of how they were in Charleston and I'm not used to that when I go other places. They,
1: oh, so they were friendly? Yeah, they
0: were really friendly in Charleston. Okay. Asking us questions, all kind of stuff. So I was just like, man, it's really just like a cleaner New Orleans.
3: To be honest. You guys were at a restaurant and I saw you uh, you was tasting rice. Is, was, that, was that comparable to jambalaya? Was that comparable to Etouffee? Well,
0: to me, it was like Etouffee without the sauce. 'Cause they had okra, they had sausage, they had the peppers and the onions and stuff in it, and it kinda had but, a similar taste to A two fate. Was that
1: the red rice?
0: That was no, I don't think that was the okay. red rice. I forgot the name of it. I'm sorry, Charleston. But um <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name of it, but it it tastes just like A two Fate. And at first, like looking at it, you would think it's more similar to Jambalaya, but okay. the taste was A two Fate. Because
3: Doc, Doc referenced that a few a few episodes back on our podcast about the, the, the rice, the rice culture. The and rice, how. the gumbos. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, which are
1: all from the african diaspora mm-hmm. but they theirs is a little
3: different they got like corn in their gumbo and yes. stuff on there. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I did <laughs> notice this i did notice this you, you guys were in the restaurant and uh the gentleman that you were with he asked you if you knew how to eat blue crab <laughs> <laughs> oh, i felt I started to check him and i was watching it on television they,
0: they cut a lot of stuff i but was but like come on, come son, on like, blue
3: crab right but then That's you, why
0: I was like, I do this. Like, do you know where I'm from? Like, <laughs> Charleston is our little brother. So don't
3: don't, you, don't, you don't hit try. him with a jab. Yeah. He didn't like that. He, he yeah, didn't I like that.
0: A, and you know what? He was really cool about it, but I was just like, no, you that's stu- what stu- that's you stu- when stu- I knew all the confidence came out.
3: He said he said had he to. says Charleston is no one's little brother or sister.
0: <laughs> and I was like, whatever.
1: So did did you almost kill yourself in that boat?
0: You know what? When we got I was,
1: the- <laughs> I was scared. but she's driving this boat kind of fast. You know they- what's
0: crazy? The boat situation, I thought we were just going to be on a boat. And they like to surprise me. So I don't really know what we're going to do until we get out there. But they didn't you had to drive No. It. So me and the gatekeeper were like, she was like, you're going to go first? I was like, oh, well, you want me to kill us? No, hell no, I'm not going first. Then. <laughs> Jenny? You the gatekeeper, you show me around. But that was one of the most incredible things I've ever done. Right. It was so exhilarating, I was just like, man. I
1: thought you were going to flip over.
0: I thought so, too. <laughs> they they bleeped a lot of stuff out. It was a lot of curse words flying around in that wall. I was
1: like, she became the host. And now she's going to kill herself Man. and she done
0: blew it. But you know what? This this show is putting a lot of stuff on my resume. How right? many how many chefs you know could drive a speedboat? <laughs> I'm getting to all kind of fish out here. I'm and, trying to get everything.
1: Uh, and then uh, I really did like that episode. I thought it was very, y'all went to a lot of spots. Y'all, yes. y'all visited quite a, a number of spots while you are in there and saw a lot of the different parts of the culture uh, and the food of Charleston. Uh, and then you did Atlanta. That one just yes. came out. Yeah, uh, I was
0: trying to be petty in Atlanta too. I wore my Saints colors.
1: Right, he I, wasn't
0: biting though. I'm right, like, damn, are too nice? Like,
1: y'all went to uh, Cascade. My boy Eric Black, he runs that spot. Side of the Black.
0: Them kids was doing all kind of stuff. I was like, man, I need to set my old self down. Right. I'm mid thirties. I've been skating for about 20 minutes. Right, you might need you're to like, call oh. paramedic. We're like, Ooh, I'm done. Yeah, when <laughs> is the next scene? Is uh, it a lunch break? Y'all
1: didn't do as much food on that episode as I thought y'all would do though. And
0: I read that in some of the comments. To me, Atlanta doesn't really specialize in a certain type of food. Mm. So you can't really do like a food culture. Right. Scene. Because it's
1: really about somebody else stuff that they protected yeah, from so, another place. Exactly.
0: So and not to not to do that to Atlanta, you know, like it's no shade or nothing, but they don't really specialize they, they specialize in black excellence and growth. I'll say that. Okay. But when it comes to food, like that's not their strong point. So mm-hmm. They really, I guess they could have had more spots for us to visit, but people need to know we're dealing with these shows and stuff. Some people don't want that kind of traffic, or um, they don't want spotlight on their businesses like that, and you have to get permits in a certain amount of time, so a lot of things don't work out. Right, they they, they right. have more places for us to go, but sometimes in the time frame that you have, like everything that you want to happen just doesn't happen.
3: I mean, uh, Atlanta is more of a night scene, more of a nightclubish scene to me. Right. That, that, that's how I take Atlanta. Not. not I mean, they have a lot of place.
0: culture of stuff that I didn't know about, but for the most part, I'm like, it's really like a party town. Okay. The drink, the drink uh, specialist Tiffany, when she was talking, she was really knowledgeable, but it didn't really give me a vibe from Atlanta. Her 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 expertise was more like a worldly thing. Right. So. I mean, yeah, it was one, fun. Of the, one
1: of the first drinks they talked about was Sazerac. Yes. Yeah, so. Which is from New Orleans. Yeah, exactly. Right?
0: And they thought I just knew the whole rundown. I'm like, look, my bartender friends, I'm like, whatever. Look, this is how I'm feeling today. Help Fix me, me out. Yeah, I'm right. I'm a drink. A, a gentlewoman. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: give me a gentlewoman. <laughs> uh, where does, where does Thriller stop next? I don't know if you're at liberty to speak about oh, yeah. some of the upcoming um, episodes.
0: On the next episode, we're going to be in Austin. Whoa. Whoa.
3: Oh. Austin.
1: Austin has a lot of Austin-ish. New Orleans similarities yeah, too, but, especially musically, music culture wise. But you know,
0: I didn't know that at first until I got out there, yeah, and they were right. like, "This is where everybody comes to, like the music scene and stuff." So I'm like, I love going to places that I never been before because it's not like, oh, I came here and I'm seeing something different. It's like a totally new experience. Right, right. So I'm just getting it, you know, getting everything from jump. Austin was incredible.
1: I think you know that's kind of the beauty of it. Sometimes I love that. That's your kind of like a virgin going into those areas yeah, right. because you're learning on the fly. And I think that makes for a good TV show. Right? I see my And you don't episodes. have no filter on your mouth oh, no. neither. They so. told me be yourself. But I, <laughs> I
0: know in the whole bag now, at first I would have just been going crazy. But like Justin, who was the, the previous host, he came to New Orleans. Oh, I seen everything in New Orleans. And you can't show me nothing I never seen before. You showed him. Oh, I showed him. Mm. Now I'm showing him Austin, Miami. <laughs> Atlanta, Charleston, and other four places. How,
1: how many episodes are like in the season? Do you know?
0: They're They told me they were doing eight. I'm locked in for eight episodes. Okay. So we did. Uh, we're doing Austin. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. Yes. I'm she, got, she got eight episodes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm excited. I, it's
0: sponsored by Acura, and this is thrill's first slated show. Why did
1: so, she pull up in an Acura? I mean, then I was I was looking for the accurate. They got me a not brand yet. new twenty nineteen, so I, I need the checks. Oh.
0: Check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on the call. Yeah, I'm I need good the on checks. the call. I need the
1: checks.
0: But, oh. uh, and the the learning experience. I've been having an incredible time. Right, right. Yeah, but
1: are you are you working on some other things too that you're at liberty to discuss? Some other really, shows? I'm focusing
0: more. No, not on shows. To be honest, if I do something, the next step will be me, my my own project. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. not on the other people. Ownership other people. is where it's at. Oh, and I'm so creative. Like I don't want people to um try to change my ideas. You know, I'll take I'll take advice when it comes to certain stuff, but the way that I want to be seen and displayed, I'm the perfect person to tell you or show you, you know, like what I want to be represented as. So uh,
3: you want creative control.
0: Yeah, because I am the creative in the situation. Sometimes right. I can see way past what other people could see. And they don't get it because it's not their idea. So I'm not gonna say I'm tired of working with other people but I feel like all the work that I put in, it's time for me to do something. That's just all Ashley, not with a partner or not with another network. Just all me. This is her, and take it or leave it.
1: You need executive producer credits. I yeah. definitely do. That's that's the when you get that type of achievement. That's when it's there because you know you reap the majority of the benefits versus the leftovers and working with this
0: I'm learning so much about production like the directors and the producers they're like we love how you just hang back and ask all kind of questions and you know I could be going out and doing other stuff I never go out with them like doing leisure stuff I'm like I'm locked in I'm focused I finally got my together
2: Mm -hmm. I'm
0: I'm just gonna keep it on this track so I don't want to mess up like I'm about my business now Right. I'm definitely a force to be reckoned with. And then by me being a single mom, all the stuff I had to do with my son, just me and him, I just feel like superwoman right now. So wow. it right. ain't no challenging people, man. I just got a plan and it's going to get executed by enemies necessary. So
1: uh, we're, we're super excited here at the Wild Waiting Unchained podcast. I love y'all this uh, your so success. Uh, and I say this uh, all the time. I tell people, man, that's one of my favorite chefs. That let that girl cook, girl. (laughs) But you know
0: why so many people think that I'm like 20, I'm like, I'm a 35-year-old woman.
2: You
1: don't look like black don't crack. I know that's
0: right, and I'm happy about that, but sometimes I be having to check people. I know it's let that girl cook, but she a grown
1: woman. Let that that woman cook, huh?
0: That don't sound as cute, but. Right.
1: (laughs) Uh-oh. you know what? I did want to ask you. There was one other part. Like I, I saw in the Atlanta episode, you talked about uh, you cooking for Nipsey Hussle. What up? My boy, Nip Hustle And I let that girl cook. cook. Oh um, you and, know, when and,
0: I seen that, I just started bawling because right. they don't tell me how they're going to edit it. Mm. And yeah. then to hear him say like to hear somebody like that say your name. And that was before he was really popping. Like New Orleans really love Nipsey. So when I met him, I'm like. You running me down your resume. I already know this, bro. Like, I don't think you understand. We really fooled you. And right. his concert was packed, like, sold out. So that was that was my favorite celebrity. And I'm not saying that because he gone. I was saying that before. Like, hands down.
1: What did you co- cook for him?
0: He had the shrimp burger. Ah. And you know what's crazy? My friend uh, Shelby, she's Lizzo's hairstylist. Okay. I met her that same night and she was like, girl, I follow you. She was like, she picked my bush. She was like, you that girl, huh? And I stepped back and was about to put a set up. Like, come on, son. Like, who are you? Touching you know? on my but head. First off, don't touch my head. <laughs> then you talking all out with this Kelly accent. Like, back up. She was like, girl, I follow you on Instagram. She was like, man, I'm here with Nip. He just kept talking about your shrimp burger. as soon as I asked him about what did he eat, he was talking about your shrimp burger. And I was like, what? Me and her stayed like this. What? Still to this day. And that's how I got to feed Lizzo and stuff too, but... I'm like he was going around telling people how good a hamburger oh, oh, was. He,
1: he was selling. Yeah, he like was selling he was, your product.
0: But that's that's why I loved him so much because he didn't have to do that. He could have mm-hmm. just been like, "Oh, I got this burger. It was fire." Right. Never talked about it again. Like for him to keep talking about it and put me out there, you know, like in a certain way, and do my drop. Like mm-hmm. that was the first person I ever asked to do that. He ain't hesitated none. He was like, "Man, come on. Like, what you need me to say?" I was like, "Damn, I was I was ready to kind of talk you into doing it, but." The first try, save the step. He could have charged me for that. Anything right, like right. he kept it 100. So if he did that to me, somebody that he didn't even know, I can imagine how the people close to him, all around him, felt like.
1: Right. That right. was a great loss. Yeah, I just saw the emotion uh when you were talking about that in uh
3: on that Atlanta ready. episode. Yeah, I wasn't ready. Who, who are some of the other people you've cooked for? Famous celeb, uh, so-called celebrities.
0: Uh, Missy Elliott. I fed her a couple of times. Like she used to sneak into New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh with Keon, that's her, her personal assistant. Keon like, is from yeah, yeah. Yeah. the Connect. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Um I cook for Kay Michelle. Kendrick Lamar was the first celebrity I cook for. Like oh. at the end of a concert that just happened. Him uh-huh. school boy Q. I Um I cooked for Common before. Um a couple of, it's like twenty six people. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a long list. But everybody found me on Instagram. Gotcha. Hmm. Which is crazy. And, and they contact me directly. Like, they don't, I don't have no middleman and all this other stuff.
3: And you cook for the group of eight. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. This famous group of, uh, eight, group of eight, eight
3: people.
2: Eight.
3: <laughs> 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 man, I we...
0: enjoy y'all. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes people, um, when you do these private events, it kind of turns into a cooking lesson. But y'all didn't grill me with, like, all of these questions. Everybody was just laid back, being their self. And I was, like, so excited because... How he was watching me, I didn't even know, mm-hmm. and I like that because right. when you feel eyes on you or you see people, so it's kind of like, be
1: like all oh, invasive, oh, like it's that. crazy.
0: I'm like, that's a whole nother charge if this a cooking. Like see, that. I
1: already knew you got down. I didn't need to, and I get down in the kitchen a little bit too. I just oh, wanted to no, know. I, I just, <laughs> I just wanted to fish. Product.
0: I'm like, <sighs> I, 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 but you I, know, you know what had me so excited? How excited you were by right. you being a foodie or whatever you you know call yourself, like. To see y'all excited to taste something that I made, cause to me it's just like, man, I'm doing, I'm doing something I love. I don't see it like this.
1: And she did, uh, just she did the, the, um, she started with oh. a Southwest. That's was, my
0: favorite soup. I had that the Southwest other day. soup,
1: <laughs> and she served it in mason jars, yeah, okay. individual, right? With, tortillas. uh when did you have the little Southwest tortillas? tortillas. Oh yeah, tortillas. some tortillas then, on the uh, Then she had the. uh the red bean ball encrusted with cornbread. I'm, st- I'm still so, trying to Deep fried with a red bean compote.
3: How? how, how, how?
0: Is, is black girl magic.
3: It had to be, because it, it was inside. My mama inside. still texting
0: was, me. She was like, how the hell did you do that? I'm like, "Mom, I'm not telling you that. It
3: wasn't magical. It was, was magical.
2: a ball. But y'all was... were the
0: first people that got to taste that, other than the people who Don't tried it. pigs? No, I was <laughs> the guinea pig. But I sat on that idea for like six months. Right. Wow. I was like, I'm not, I'm not about to keep messing it up. I'm going to do it two times, and the second mm-hmm. time will going to be the time. And the third time was y'all. Well,
1: we, and uh, that was
0: like a whole year later from my first you know the first time i thought about
1: it so and it was amazing it was amazing it was. thank it was. you the uh what seafood stuffed cornish hens with uh asparagus, asparagus and mash yes. garlic mash was was amazing thank you it was so good one of one of the, the chickens <laughs> flew off a plate and somebody made it fly back in my mouth plate.
0: his wife was like look just take a piece of mine. He was like, "No, man, I'm about to eat this." I'm he's, like, man. "Man, I'm not putting that to waste." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" And that was the first time something like that ever happened to me. So, and then it wasn't my fault. So right. I was just like, "Man."
1: It was it was some help that helped overhelp. Yeah. And, um, I, and, and what was it? Banana Foster. Um, or
0: the uh, little cupcake. Yeah.
1: The- no, it wasn't a cupcake. It was the bananas Foster's. But I put it in a sugar
0: th- cone. Sugar, sugar cone. Like yeah. That's what it was.
1: Nah. So I showed that picture to some people. They was like, "We about to jack that."
0: It's all good. Like,
1: but it was so many people so jack me. It's not
0: about that. If I could give you an idea that you could make money off, even if you don't give me credit, I feel like I've done a good deed.
3: Now, I right. have
0: so many ideas. I'm not tripping on that. Like,
3: another one will come.
0: I mean, now you, you, like you. Like you. you was
3: getting you was getting you was getting the messages about they were going to jack her recipe. I was getting the messages about why I didn't invite them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every, Even my you neighbors, they like,
2: we
0: smell all the stuff you cooking. Everybody around here is mad at y'all. I'm like, I'm mad at y'all for not putting in.
2: Right,
0: right. are <laughs> right, right. talking about why people mad.
2: Put up. <laughs> oh, uh, well,
3: why, why you didn't invite us, man? We, 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 we wanted to come. We, we would like to but come. But
0: wasn't it a private dinner, like a special occasion?
3: It was two birthdays. It was two birthdays.
0: Yeah, you
1: can't just be inviting and, everybody. It's, it's not a cookout. Yeah. And it was his first year anniversary. We kind of oh, tied it all in. I didn't
3: know we that. Now. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. It um, <laughs> it was. Uh, but more more than that, more than that, like I said, my wife follows you, and it was just, it was, it was good just for her to to finally meet you, and to finally eat eat your food. Right. So that that made it worthwhile, right? And there. you
0: know, a lot of people like they used to have people who would tell me that's not her really cooking that food. She just take pictures of it and put it on. Her. I'm like, what?
2: Yeah, nah, I get
3: that nah.
1: too. <laughs> it's crazy that it's
0: crazy that y'all don't believe that a. Regular black chick from New Orleans could do something like this. Like, why not?
1: So, what do you think about Instagram and cooks? Is it is it getting oversaturated it's right so now? It's so
0: oversaturated.
1: I, I, Cause I get requests from people like, well, I'm just like
0: y'all are killing me. Will, with this. will
1: you help me advertise or will you plug me? with This, this what or people that don't know about or? Instagram.
0: Hmm. Even if a famous Diddy could post you on his page, that still don't mean you go get that static or you know all these people following you or coming to you. If you got it, you got it. The people go come regardless, whether this person posted you or whether you just put yourself out there yourself.
1: But some of these pictures don't be looking that good to me.
0: Let me tell you something. I could tell if your parsley is not real. Like if it's artificial parsley, if it's dry parsley, right. if your shrimp not divine, if it's frozen broccoli, even after it's cooked, I could tell by the way it's cut and everything. All these people calling they they sell chefs like <sighs> The it, sense it, of entitlement is, makes it, me it, want to bark. That, that's like, that's the phrase,
3: real, recognized, real. That, oh, that's yeah. where it comes in at.
0: And they have so many chefs who don't get recognition like they should, who right. have like bomb jobs. Like one of my friends, Melissa, she cooking for the number one draft pick, Zion. Chef
1: Melissa that's my
2: hitting Let me
0: tell you something. That's one of the only chefs that I will vouch for. She never tried to compete with me. Right. It was never, oh, you do this and you know I'm better than, man, look, I'm me. There's no way nobody could. They can't flex on me being me. Just like you got what you got, she got what she got. But we always, any idea that I have or anything that I can include her in when networks call me, like that's my dog.
1: I give our props too. She came to the Wild Wayne Summer Experience this year. She's an incredible person. And she taught the kids about food and nutrition. And it was really, really amazing. So big shout out to uh, Chef Melissa Hinton as well.
3: Yes, with all, yes. with all the, the the recent spotlight that's been shining on you, you have any products? You have anything you're pushing? You have anything I'm actually you wanna, gonna. You want to showcase?
0: I'm actually gonna be pushing my culinary experiences. Mm-hmm. That's something that I'm about to be doing coming this spring. I didn't really want to do products because I feel like enough people doing that, especially with seasonings. I'm not like a seasoning person. I'm mm-hmm. what you call a saucier. So I will probably have like sauce products, but I don't want to push. To do something right now just because I'm popping right now. Right. The light that I have, go follow me my whole path. So mm-hmm. I just wanna, like I say, I'm an analytical person. I'm taking my time to assess this to see how I wanna roll out because once you put something out there, you can't take it back. Right. So I'm making sure all my ducks in a row, but 2020, it's gonna be a lot of smoke. That's is, all I can say. Is,
1: is, it, is it titled to something, your culinary experience? Does it have a title?
0: No, not really. It's really gonna be something like no restrictions. Cause I have a lot of people. Oh, I don't eat this, and I don't don't come don't come to these events.
1: Right. Well. well oh, yeah. so you not. This is not going to be private.
0: It's going to be. I'm going to be selling tickets. be. It'll be it's going to be
1: semi-private event. or.
0: It, the first couple are going to be invite only for sure.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I need. I need my. Oh no. You already. Okay. Y'all. Y'all already know. I got y'all. <laughs> See, I but for the most
0: part, was... I'm getting people out of there. I want to get people out of their comfort zones. Cause I know a lot of people. Oh, I don't eat this, and then I feed them, and I'll be like, "That was in it. Oh man, you made it taste so good by people being introduced to stuff wrong." that makes them not mm, like it. True. So I'm. it's true. like a, reintrodu- a reintroduction process okay. that I'm trying to bring people to. And I want black people to eat healthier. So if I could finesse it and make you think it's an event or whatever, whatever, just to make you eat some stuff.
1: And that's dope because a lot of your captions on Instagram, you will put uh, some information about how foods with colors are usually more healthy
3: if and, it's
0: brown it's probably it, not good for you right
3: because we, we eat with our eyes right for
0: it, and i look i'm 35 and i look like my body is like a 17 year old right and yeah. that has a lot to do with the way that i eat i barely drink water which is so bad my skin is clear it has a lot to do with the way that i eat and me being um you know mobile always moving around yeah like i'm very active mm-hmm. and i have a small son so he's non-stop but For the most part, I'm like, all of these ingredients that I use are in the stores that y'all shop at. They're not going to just scream out and be like, you know, hey, help me. me, Buy me, buy me. Yeah, y'all looking on Instagram and y'all copying what y'all see. And I see why the gyms are so full or people getting surgery because they don't want to work out and all that. Like, y'all just want stuff so fast. Like, work for it. It's
1: a microwave society. Yeah, and I
0: hate that. Um, I, I hate that
1: where will you be posting this information once you get everything like ready to roll out
0: it'll be on my website www.chefashleyjonique.com and of course on my instagram chef Ashley Jonique, or let that girl cook and i'm on that as facebook as well so
1: and, and you can also see some of her recipes yes
0: on my website on
1: the website yes and some of the amazing pictures on the website yes, thank you um, but catch me
0: on youtube the link is in my bio to my thrillist episodes yes I am the host of the whole second season. Represent New Orleans. That's something that I am proud of. Yes. Especially for a black chick.
1: And, and we proud of you too. Without you. no water
0: down culture, they getting the real. You know, I say you're me on there. here. I was like, man, I got. to <laughs> I just gotta start catching myself on these episodes. But yeah, I'm having a lot of fun, and I'm super excited to be here. Thank and, you. And though. you
1: know, that's super important that you're having fun while you're oh, doing yeah. it, and that you're uh, maintaining your true self. Yes. Uh, before we close out the the podcast. My final question to you is, uh, for aspiring chefs, uh, um, what would you suggest for them to really do it right?
0: I would suggest really finding yourself in focusing on a niche. Like, I'm good with my hands, so I do a lot of stuff stuff. I mean, don't copy what you see. That's why I don't follow a lot of chefs like Wayne say he don't listen to other rappers. Now I see why, because sometimes that flavor could spill over into what you got going on and you wouldn't like the taste afterwards. Mm -hmm. So just really find your niche in your cooking style or create one for yourself. Push the envelope. Usually, whatever I see, I go the total opposite way. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, just be yourself. A lot of people don't know who they are. I know who I am. So, like I said, if you don't master yourself first, you can't master your craft. So find out what kind of chef you want to be. Whether it's a line cook, a, a catering chef, or a person who owns a restaurant, whatever, but find your niche and just go with your move. That's all I can say.
1: There it is. To
0: sum it up. <laughs>
1: Give it up. Put your hands together one time. But hey. well,
0: let that girl. Thank cook. you. Thank you.
1: My girl Ashley Jo Hey, big shout-out to all our folks that have listened to the podcast. Make sure and drop some comments on there. Hit some like buttons. Subscribe. Take the link and send it to other people. Subscribe. Do all of that, man, because that's what makes us continue to be great. Thanks again to all our uh, folks from around
0: the world. I'm yeah. on
1: now. I was on this podcast. Yes, you are on, all on. on. <laughs> you now. Watch out now. <laughs> it's the <Wild laughs> Unchained podcast Unchained
3: Podcast. podcast.
1: to the Wild Wayne Unchained podcast. Make sure and follow us on social media at Wild Wayne Unchained and for advertising or sponsorship opportunities contact us at Wild Wayne Unchained at gmail.com